Hello and welcome to this month's edition of the Tax Pod from Grand Thornton Bharat. We bring you the latest tax and regulatory developments that took place in the last month. Let's begin with key direct tax developments. In a verdict that is likely to impact 90,000 cases, the Supreme Court has settled the controversy arising on account of reassessment notices issued after 1st April 2021 till 30th June 2021 under the old reassessment regime. It is important to note that the Finance Act 2021 had introduced a new reassessment regime from 1st April 2021. But on account of the pandemic, the government had extended various due dates under the Income Tax Act. The tax department relying on these due date extension notifications continued to issue reassessment notices under the old reassessment regime. The Supreme Court has now held that all such notices would be deemed to be show cause notices issued under the new reassessment regime. The tax officers will within 30 days from 4th May 2022 provide the taxpayers all the information and material relied upon by them to issue these deemed show cause notices. Taxpayers can then reply to the notices within 2 weeks. Any defense available to taxpayer under the new regime and the rights of tax department will continue to be available. This decision has pan India ramifications. This judgment will substitute or modify orders passed by various high courts wherein the reassessment notices under the old regime were quashed whether or not they have been challenged before the Supreme Court. The Supreme Court has in this ruling tried to strike a balance between the rights of the tax department as well as the taxpayers. It has also tried to protect the interest of the exchequer. Accordingly, taxpayers who got relief from various high courts will now need to deal with the restored proceedings. They need to evaluate if some respite is still possible under the realms of the new reassessment regime based on facts of their case. Moving on, in order to bring more persons under the income tax net, The Central Board of Direct Taxes for short CBDT has provided that a person other than a company or firm who is currently not required to furnish a return will now be required to furnish a return of income if the following conditions are satisfied during the year. A total sales turnover or gross receipts in the business exceeds INR 60 lakhs or total gross receipts in profession exceeds INR 10 lakhs or The aggregate of tax deducted and collected at source in case of the person is INR 25000 or more. The limit would be INR 50000 for resident individual over 60 years of age or savings bank deposits in one or more accounts in aggregate is INR 50 lakhs or more. On the international tax front, the Organization for Economic Cooperation and Development for short OECD released draft model rules for the extractives exclusion for amount A of pillar 1 for public consultation. As per these rules, profits from extractive activities will be excluded from scope of amount A. Further, the draft rules also provide for the definition of extractive activities and extractive product. The OECD has also released public consultation document on the regulated financial services exclusion under amount A of pillar 1. Public comments are to be provided on the document by 20th of May 2022. It is proposed to exclude the revenues and profits from regulated financial institutions for short RFIs from the scope of amount A. Further, seven types of RFIs are defined in the said consultation document. It is important for the stakeholders to keep track of these developments and actively contribute and highlight their concerns through the consultation process. 
In yet another development, the UN Tax Committee released the revised UN Model Tax Convention titled United Nations Model Double Taxation Convention between Developed and Developing Countries 2021 and commentary on the same. On the indirect tax front, the Supreme Court under the pre-GST regime has held that the benefit of tax exemption should be read as a whole and in accordance with the legislative intent without any addition or subtraction. Further, the court observed that the government is empowered to withdraw any tax exemption at any time and the exemption benefits cannot continue indefinitely. This is an important ruling and an analogy can also be drawn under the GST regime. In another welcome ruling, the Gujarat High Court has held that the circular issue to impose new restrictions under the Export Promotion Capital Goods Scheme, for short EPCG, is ultra-vires. The High Court stated that the EPCG licenses granted to the petitioner cannot be subsequently withdrawn by issuing a clarificatory circular with retrospective operation. The ruling reiterates that the benefit which has accrued to the exporters at a particular point of time is their fundamental right and cannot be taken away by subsequent retrospective amendments. Further, the Allahabad High Court has held that the detention of trucks despite quashing of confiscation orders is arbitrary and illegal. The High Court noted that malicious exercise of power resulting in harassment of assessee is illegal and abusive. The High Court then directed the authorities to release the truck and compensate the petitioner for the financial loss occurred. The present ruling is in line with various rulings wherein the courts have imposed exemplary costs on erring officials due to harassment costs to the taxpayers. For all the latest GST-related developments, download GST Compendium from our website www.cranthornton.in. That's all for this time. We'll see you next month. Bye!